Welcome to the Massage Tools Podcast. Today's guest is Kenzie Rogers. Now, if you joined us last week, he was our guest on episode two, but the first two episodes were based around what I'm calling industry tools. So interviewing individuals and uh, talking a little bit about their business, some of their strategies, and what they want to see change or maintained in the therapeutic and medical massage communities as a whole. This week is the first podcast where we're going to take a look at the sport massage industry. And Kenzie and I are going to share some of our notes and our experiences on uh, being a sport massage therapist at an event. And by that, I mean providing athletes massage prior to, after, in and around competitions. So it's a little bit different or it's a bit of a, a niche within the sport massage world, but we're going to share our experiences, the pros and cons, the trials and tribulations, the joys of the job. So if that has an interest to you, please hang on for the episode. It's a lot of fun. It's a little more a little more jovial than our previous one. Uh, Kenzie was really inspiring to me on episode two, but with this one, it's a lot more lighthearted. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of us laughing back and forth, so we hope you will join us and laugh along as well. Once again, I'm your host, Kelly Cox, and on to the podcast. Welcome to the Massage Tools Podcast, your home for cool interviews and reviews. If you'll take just a couple moments, will you kind of share some of your highlights, your big accolades in sport massage? Because I know you've got at least a fistful of rings sitting in your office somewhere. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, give, um, give me the highlights real, man. <laughs> okay, so... You know, I've been a sports massage therapist for 13 years. Uh, I've been working with Auburn University for 11 years. Uh, now I handle the entire athletic department. Um, I also work with Kaiser University as the NAIA team, uh, swimming, swimming and diving. Uh, they've won four, three national titles uh, within the last four years. Um, How long have you been working with them? <laughs> I've been working with them four years. Yeah. <laughs> and, even, and even the first year, they came third with the first year having a team. Uh, and what's, what's ironic about that is I'm the only massage therapist on deck. Okay. And to me, I think that makes the difference uh, because their, their, uh, their swimmers are, you know, more – Performance-wise, they they can endure the the sessions longer than most other other schools have. I've seen other uh, uh, swimmers just fall out because they don't have the resources that the Kaiser has. So it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, another another cool accolade that I have. Uh, can I can I interrupt for one moment? I, yeah. I for folks that may not be involved with swimming and diving. At the NCAA Division One level, there's what maybe 300 teams, and I think last year's NCAA championships, I counted 64 that were in the massage area. Now I understand there are a couple other professionals. There's chiropractors, or acupuncturists, or athletic trainers, but there were 64 medical professionals just for the prep and recovery of athletes versus. Uh, you know, you're in a university that had you <laughs> of yeah. you know, a number of schools. So just just to compare, give some some people um, how much maybe the top tier of collegiate has invested in this versus you know other levels of it. So 
and not to cut you off, but just, just to put it in perspective <laughs> for folks. I'm like, uh, no, like, I'm like, you're the only guy on deck. That's amazing. When it's like yeah. 60, some of us for, you know, umpteen teams. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so I would say the big difference between uh, the big, the major colleges and the, what they invest to their programs depends on the amount of athletes that are participating um, and the budget that they have. And uh, so let's say for Auburn and a uh, uh, swim meet, uh, NCAAs will have two massage therapists on deck for that team. Uh, now for SECs, SECs is a little bit different because we have both teams competing at the same time. Uh, unlike well, ACC is uh, male and female separate. Um, so we will have three to four massage therapists on deck. Um, and each team varies. Um, football will have anywhere between four to six therapists. Uh, if available. Uh, I've even heard that uh, bigger schools like Florida State have 10 massage therapists working on football at the same time. Wow. So, yeah, that's the same thing I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, it, you know, to some extent, to, to put it into perspective, if you look at the numbers of athletes, like, so I, I work with University of North Carolina, so the Chapel Hill team has a about 60, 60 to 65 athletes for swimming and diving. Yep. But football is upwards of, it's over 120 in a uh-huh. typical season. So, I mean, you're going up somewhat proportionate to the number of athletes. So it's not just that, you know, the, the football team gets more because yeah. because yeah. of budget. It, it is relative pretty much to the number of athletes, to the number of you yeah. know, massage therapists. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and and the way we do it at Auburn, we uh, we we basically take care of the starters and the starters and the uh, substitutes primarily, and then we focus on injury recovery. And then, so we have a two-hour slot, um, eight eight uh, eight athletes per therapist for that two-hour slot. You know, so mm-hmm. we try to cover as much ground with the time that we have. Um, uh, so just make the best of it. Cool. Now we mentioned in our, our other interview that, you know, sport massage, you're like you were an athlete and that's what attracted you to sport massage. Uh, how did you break into working with Auburn or working just sport massage in general? Um, what, what kind of opened the door for you? So, um, I kind of got lucky with the sports massage deal. Um, so when I first started within those first two years, we talked about, I was struggling trying to, you know, you know, get grip of my profession. And uh, I was doing a promotion where I was giving free chair massages to businesses. And only callback that I got was from the athletic department uh, by this lady named Dodie Copenhagen. Love her to death. She was like the start of my career. <laughs> and uh, so she loved what I did so much. So she introduced me to uh, a track coach, Henry uh, Rowe. And uh, I interviewed with him, uh, did a demonstration for him. And the, him and the athlete liked it, uh, loved it, because the next week I was on the plane going to SEC Championship for Auburn Track and Field. Wow. So, yeah, and that just that just kind of propelled me from from struggling to, you know, starting to, you know, to grow in the industry because it went from track to swimmers was interested. I mean, each team to start calling me 
and just implementing into what they like to do. So. Okay. And that was what a year after getting into the industry or how, how soon from that when was you... about two years, two years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, about two years. Um, and I guess, so we've mentioned swimming and diving, track and field, and now you have basically the whole athletics department. So you're working with all the sports that want massage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now every team, uh, see the value of massage. So they, uh, have me work every team. And now I have a staff that kind of supports me when I'm traveling with swimming and diving a track. Uh, so, so we can have the entire athletic department covered. Um, I bring my therapist in, I train them up to my standards and train them up to the standards that the university needs and we go from there. You know, we want everybody to have the same treatment uh, in the same facility. And I think that's uh, just one of the better ways to, you know, make sure that the athletes are getting proper care. Okay. That's great. That's great. Um, that's, uh, do you have people like seeking you out or like, Hey, I want to be part of your crew. Like, and then they're applying to work with you or are you recruiting actively or. Uh, a little bit of both. Um, so when I was an instructor, a lot of my, my students wanted to work for me. So the opportunity came up and then we give them a chance and we let them, you know, explore their opportunities, become a great therapist. And now that I've grown and, you know, people see that I'm a little bit more successful, that a lot of therapists, new therapists like to come and learn a little bit from me. Uh, so the opportunity for them to learn with the athletes is there as well. And then I always look to bring in great therapists if they're available. Uh, so I learned that I can't do it all by myself, you know, but if you surround yourself around great people, you know, that's going to, one, help them grow in the industry and get the, to get the experience that they need. Okay. So if you have, whether it's a, a seasoned massage therapist or a student, they're like, hey, I'm really interested in sport massage. Like, is it as cool as it seems? Like, would you, will you throw out your like pros and cons to, to them? Like, let them know like, yeah, this is great because you get to travel, but maybe there's a cost to that travel or, or yeah. you know, the pros, yeah, the pros yeah. and cons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like a lot of people think it's just Kate walk, you know, we can just come up, show up and leave, you know? And I'm like, yeah. So the, the great part about what we do is I get to travel. I get to meet great people uh, on the back end. I get to work a little bit harder than I would normally do, you know? So, you know, you always want to have your pros and cons, you know, it's always good, and bad. Um, but the good always, always bad. I mean, I don't mind uh, working hard, especially if I'm, you know, in a group of great therapists that can help keep the energy up. Uh, and that's why I love going to NCAAs and SECs because we have a great family of massage therapists and okay. I just, I just love being around it, man. And it just makes me want to work even harder. So, <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, NCAAs are, are a trip. And like, I, I look forward to the swim and dive NCAAs. Obviously I want to support my team, but it is, yeah, that, that community, like I was saying earlier, what six, 64 professionals. And it's, we most of the time don't really care what colors we're wearing. Cause we're all, yep. we're all on the same team to speak yep. of. We're there, yep. we're there to make the athletes better. Uh, and support them. But um, yeah, it's, it's a fun, a fun little group. Um, 
Uh, and the question I wanted to ask you just slipped right on out, but I guess I'll, I'll jump to one of my other big points is do you, and I know we touched on this in the previous interview a little bit, but do you find that there's a, a continuing education that maybe helped you a little bit with, you know, being a better sport massage therapist or, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a continuing ed. It, it could be, um, uh, you know, set a, a course that you took that wasn't necessarily massage related, but just kind of filled out what, what might be a direction for someone to look into. Uh, so education wise, I, I, I like to um, find uh, modalities that I'm going to use directly in my practice. So for me, I like to do a lot of um, muscle injury uh, recovery types uh, CEUs. Um, I, I would say one of the biggest continuing education that I've that I've learned and I felt like was more important to me was the uh, self-care of massage therapy for the massage okay. therapist. Yeah. Because because I look at it like this, if I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not able to take care of the next person. Right. So, and I've seen a lot of massage therapists burn out because they don't know how to take care of themselves. Uh, so if you're not available, then you can't help anybody. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a great that's a great answer. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm going through all these different like modalities, and I'm like, oh, this is a good course, and this has helped, and I use this trick at this event. I'm like, yeah, self care, because like by the end of week two of NCAA's, it's like you're just kind of flopping on the person a little exactly. bit. You're sweaty. It's, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I describe it because I've been fortunate to be able to travel the world a little bit with with sport massage and people are like, it must be so amazing to see all these different places. I'm like, well, I see the hotel. <laughs> I see the, the beautiful trip from the hotel to the pool. And then I see the beautiful trip back to the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like being able to take care of yourself or, or, you know, I, one of my tricks is I figured out how to sleep just about anywhere and at almost any time. Uh huh. And I've annoyed uh, fellow medical team members because I remember getting in the in a town once into Russia. It was probably about three in the morning when we got into our hotel room, and then we had to turn around, be up at six a.m. to go with the first group over to the pool. And I got into the room, took a really quick shower, and I was probably asleep by three fifteen. Wow. I was sharing the room with the athletic trainer in the morning. He's crawling out of bed. He's like, I hate you. And I'm like, you are out. And he's like, I laid in the for three hours. So. Oh, man, that's a gift, man. You need to share, you need to share those secrets, man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll do a video on that, like, how I figured out how to sleep at almost any time. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It requires some conditioning, but yeah, yeah. it's it's a fun little fun little bit. Um, do you do you have any? I guess maybe like again, non massage related tips you might have for somebody who's looking to get into sport uh, sport massage. Uh, I would always tell people, you know, believe in yourself and stay the course. You know, you can't get deferred. Um, because it things doesn't look right, or it things isn't going your way at the moment. Um, you have to you have to put in your time. You know, it's just not going to happen overnight. Okay, uh, gotta believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will believe in you. So, 
you know, start with the basics. Yeah, that's, that's such good advice. You have to be a good therapist before you can be a good sport massage therapist. And that's yeah. it's a same, same idea, different take on it. Cool. Yeah. Um, any other, any other knowledge you want to drop on people who are maybe starting into the sport massage field or looking to get into it or just massage therapists in general, you got an open forum at the moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always tell therapists, uh, know your worth and know the value of your worth. Um, uh, for me, I personally like to do a lot of charity stuff to help you know the community and, and in the same sense always like to educate the individuals about what we do as well um the more knowledge people have about what we do and how we do it and how can we help them uh the better off you'll be uh, you gotta you gotta you gotta educate a lot of people about what we do awesome yeah that's those are those are such big things that's such a an awesome awesome sentiment to to kind of end on so Kenzie thank you very much for joining me on this interview um, if you haven't seen it yet I got a other video up with Kenzie we're talking about sport or sorry we're talking about massage in general so catch us for that and cool thank you again for your help man oh, I love it man I enjoy it All right, everyone, that does end the episode. If you're looking for show notes or references, or you're just looking for more content from us, you can visit our website, which is www.massagetoolspodcast.com for all of your Massage Tools Podcast needs. Last but not least, we got uh, two things. One's a recommendation. Hit that subscribe button to whichever podcast service you're using so you get our latest episodes. And if you'd like to give us a review, uh, help spread the word a little bit, get our podcast out there so we can help inspire and motivate the industry. That's going to end it for us. So good day, good evening, and good night.